let's I guess get started. We're, I guess we're going live. Yeah, we're going live. Cool. So, how's it going, buddy, old pal? It is good to be back. We're back. That's that's a good point. We're fucking back. I don't. When <laughs> when did the last episode even we, drop? We should. Uh, let's fucking see. I don't even know. Um, so for the three people that still care about what we're doing. I don't know how podcasting still works because I don't really listen to podcasts. Do you get notifications if a podcast you follow? Yeah, you subscribe to it. You get a so. You should know that. That's not that's not good for our listen, man. Our business. I listen we're making to millions doing this podcasts religiously the first week of quarantine. So and then do I you want to you want to guess when uh, three maybe? months ago? No, no, no. But give me like a date. When do you think our last episode came out? And there was a huge break. So we've done 20 episodes. That's pretty cool. That's cool. I um, want to say March 14th. Dude, that's it. Is it really? Wow, good job, nice. ladies. Wow. I feel good about that. Fucking so shit, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Wait, so just so everyone listening, this is being recorded in June. Yep. This is uh, like... I guess coronavirus is obviously still going on, but we've been given yeah. some types some types of freedom, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, so out of curiosity, we're back. We're back to maybe rock climbing. Kind of. Let's let's talk about how how was your life leading up to COVID nineteen? Did you have a good fall season? Did you have a good winter? And then we'll get into kind of the, the so surprisingly. Um, for those that don't, I mean, if you've listened to our 20 episodes, um, you know me and Michael like to give shit to each other um, because it's fun that way. Um, one of the things Michael likes to joke about is that I'm not a real rock climber because I'm not. Uh, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. I, it, I think it's good that you think It's straight up true. Um, <laughs> the worst thing you can do for your climbing is to work full time at a climbing gym. Um, but... Uh, Yeah, so was it August? You know, my kid was born August. Oh, nice. So we're pushing a year. Wow, Mm -hmm. that is crazy. But after that, I mean, I really... So for the record, we started this podcast before you even had a baby. Yeah. That's crazy. I just... And then, uh, so after August hit, I mean, I've taken several trips. Nice. Even through the winter. um, And I was feeling pretty strong as of Mm -hmm. like January... Yeah. Pushing into February. Um, you know, now me taking several trips, I'm talking like had, had you gotten on your project then? Yeah. Okay. Did we have we talked about your project? I don't think we talked about the project okay. on here. Yeah. Um you Do you want to tell people why yeah, so, you have a project and all that jazz? Um yeah, so we were each other's best men. Um and we for your when you got married Mm-hmm. You had all your groomsmen, and instead of doing whatever cliche, shitty, thing. I got you a watch for being a groomsman <laughs> or whatever, um, or what you know, whatever it is. We don't really care about trinkets or oh, shit, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I don't need another thing. Um, so instead, it was you decided you would, for all the groomsmen, you would either bolt a route for them. Or they could bolt with you, but the big thing is they would get an FA. Like that was the first they'd, ascent, they'd yeah. get a route, right? And they get to name it and all the things. And, yeah. and so cool. And then like 
whatever. And then finally, like, what was it? A couple years later, you were like, dude, I found the route. Like yeah. it's yours. Mm. And so as I, you know, like to talk about, uh, I, I don't know if you, if I mentioned oh, it. Wow. I grew up it. climbing, uh, in Tennessee at Oxwell. the, at the Obed. Never um, but, but yeah, so you, you found this route that was pretty Obed style. I mean, oh yeah, vertical, like tech vertical climbing. What is it? Six, seven foot roof. Yeah. Like a body length. Roof. And then back up to just, you know, a vert finish. Mm-hmm. Um, so you bolted this route. We went and cleaned it up a little bit. I got on it. Oh yeah. Um, and it was just pulling the roof that I hadn't done yet. And yeah, that, so, that was definitely the crux, pulling the roof. But I got, I've been, I've been able to get everything up till then, mm-hmm. and was feeling really good about it. And then it was like, okay, I'm gonna fucking do this thing. Yeah. Corona. Um, and then did we figure out how hard we thought it was? We're wanting to say like 11B, maybe 11AB. Okay. Yeah. Um, not super hard. Uh, sure. It's just you know the based on what I've climbed because you know the vert part is pretty. I'd say like 10C, like yeah. pretty pretty normal 10 climbing the roof itself and the only reason that i was having trouble with it is there's a part where your feet cut because it's like a big enough move that like mm, your feet yeah. cut you have to get them back on and because i've Pulling avoided the roof is definitely hard and i've never i've kind of avoided it historically uh so i just don't have those muscles but uh you know it's it's funny because i was feeling really good in fact the first month of quarantine when everything went quarantined I like was working out pretty hard core muscles and all that other stuff felt really solid. Mm -hmm. And then I got lazy there, but, um, but yeah, so that's a route, uh, that's a route we're working, um, down at the red. It's, I think it's a really great climb. Um, I'm really stoked on getting it out there. Yeah. I'm excited for you to do it. Um, hopefully that tag, that red tag's still there. (sighs) Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know if there's a red tag on a rock climb, that it's a, a closed project. GTFO. Yeah, so don't hop on it. But uh, um, but yeah, so the big thing... and I, I, So that was what you were kind of working towards. That was my working the, towards. And then COVID happened. COVID happened. <laughs> and we climbed a little bit. I mean, I, yeah. I was fortunate enough uh, as, a, as a key holder to a gym that was closed. I could mm-hmm. kind of still get in and climb, and we would go in and climb together. Um, you know, honestly, what really killed the momentum there was... The big thing I worked on during quarantine was uh, an album. Well, nutshell it, I wrote a song just to do like, mm-hmm. oh, it's kind of related to being in quarantine, and I made it a metaphor for whatever. And my band was like, no, let's do a full band version of it instead of just like a acoustic. And instead of one song, let's do three. And so for the two months of quarantine, while all of us were stuck in our houses, we all kind of wrote and recorded this project sending demos back and forth, you know, I don't know if like the postal service, that's kind of like their story. Um, Let me interrupt you. Yeah. I've never, I've never known the difference. What's the difference between an LP and an EP? Um, Is one limited play and the other one's extended play? So, asshole Tyler hates the word EP because it's kind of shift. Long play is what LP stands for. So back in when you would just put out 45 singles, right? 45 RPM singles. Okay. Front and back. So A side, B side. Then the LP was like the full record. Mm, Okay. And then an extended play was like kind of like a tag along to that. So 
um, bands that are pretty common, they would like, here's our CD. And then here's like four or five songs that didn't make the CD cut. Yeah. But we all wrote and recorded during that. They'd put out the EP of said album. It was the extended play, right? So I feel like nowadays people use an EP for like the beginning. Mini album. Well, yeah. that's the thing. So EP now is just kind of turned into it's not a full album, which what are you extending if it's just a standalone? In fact, Trent Reznor, uh, Nine Inch Nails guy, mm-hmm. and I, I don't like a lot of his philosophy, but one thing I do agree is like four or five songs can still be a full album if you create it to be that. Sure. Right. And so, but, um, when you upload to Spotify and all that, they just label it EP. If it's not eight songs, I think is the limit. Once it's eight songs, it gets categorized as an album. So more, you know, kids anyways. So that took a lot of my mental space. Sure. And so that's where I kind of dot. That's why you're not a real rock climber. I thought I'm, yeah, I'm a real rock climber would never, ever, ever slow down their training. To do something shitty like riding music. Stop taking body shots of Fizz Vantage, Fizzy Vantage. Amen, brother. They wouldn't not log a workout with Power Company climbing. They would not right. eat meat yeah. or or three full meals a day to record an album and not go rock on. Right. That's what, what, what I'm waste. saying. waste. So that's what I did. So don't hate me. Oh, for all the listeners that are like, you know what, I really, I relate to Tyler because I read four books during COVID and I didn't train for rock climbing. Dude, so only four. I don't. Is is four books a lot? For fucking me, it would be. I haven't read a full book in a long time. I know, like people love the. I feel like people lie about reading all the time. So you probably lie. Yeah, I bet you're lying about reading right now. March, April, May, three months, right? Yeah, I used to read a ton. How many books? Anymore. How many books do you think I read? So now you're flexing on me. I'm straight up flexing. Because here's the problem with people like you. Like I said, people lie about reading. I know they do. Sure. You're telling me you didn't listen to any any audiobooks. Nope. Straight up read. Straight up read. Okay, maybe you're different, but most people probably lie. I'm gonna say you read six books. Oh no way. It was at least ten. Well what's lame about that is like books are like like routes, right? Sure. Some routes are 35 feet. Some routes are 110 feet. So I read the entire Ender's Game series. I think I remember watching the movie. And, that was pretty good. And the, the side series, the Shadow series, which is a different thing. So that's five books each. Someone's going to be nerding out on this fucking Hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah, Ender's, Ender's Game. Game. That, dude, I wrote my doctorate you know what's, about. <laughs> you know what's interesting, though, is so given what I was doing with the album. How, I, many, how many rock climbing books have you read? Ever? Yeah, ever. Three. Which ones have you read? Um, so Rock Warrior's Way, Arnold Logan's Rock Warrior's Way, and then his espresso lessons for it. Is that about rock climbing, or is that about coffee and espresso? Uh, it's like quick, short, like a lesson you could have over a cup of coffee. Like it's like short little things. Okay. And then would you count into thin air as rock climbing? It's more mountaineering. I have no idea. What That's the Everest, the John Krakauer Everest. I don't even know who John. Dude. I'm a single pitch sport climber. Anyways, so those boulder. three. Now. Um, now I identify as. No, four. Part. I read nine out of ten climbers make the same mistakes. Who wrote that? A Dan McLeod. It's honestly. Oh, he's a good dude. I would like to read that. Let me borrow that. If you saw yeah, I'll grab, yeah, yeah, I have it. It that I, is actually the best climbing book I read. Um, you know what? I just bought a climbing book. I bought Chris Hampton's Hard Truth. I think is what it's called. Okay. I pre-ordered it 
Ooh. Oh, because like, didn't he he plugged that on our episode we did with him? He did. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, we were like the first ones to know, which was pretty cool. Shout out to Chris. And um, you know what? I, I you know after we did that episode with him, I just I was just like, man, I got some respect for this dude. And you know, for for being on the podcast, right? Obviously, anyone who's listening. We're not getting superstars on our podcast. Not saying Chris is a superstar. He's a normal human being just like the rest of us. But it's always really nice when people want to be on the podcast or yeah. agree to be on the podcast. So I felt um, felt like I wanted to support him. Here we go. God. Um, so I wanted to support him, and then he had some cool goodies that came with it. Um, so, yeah. I haven't read the book. And I think for the most part, his book is like pictures. Yeah. Because he did a, he's got another guy who drew a bunch of stuff in mm-hmm. it, like Brendan Leader, Linder. I don't know this guy either. Everyone apparently knows him. He does like. You've his, not talked to Brendan? His name's like semi, he does semi-rad. He draws stuff. Brendan Leader also does, well, if it's the same guy. I don't think it's the same guy. It's no. not the guy who does the red guidebooks? No, I really don't. Okay. I well. think, I don't think, I could have totally said this guy's name wrong. Right. I don't. I don't Again, remember. I, I'll have to go back and listen to our podcast. Yeah, uh, but regardless, um, yeah, I should probably read more books. But I think people lie about reading books all the time. I, you sure? I'm just a nerd, and I read a lot when you're child. First off, too, the whole nerd thing. Like, oh, I read. I'm a freaking nerd. like. People say like, <laughs> I'm gonna go on a rant. I guess today. Buckle your seats. Buckle up, ladies um, and gents. But before I do that. <sighs> There ain't a better sound on this whole planet. Are we gonna, we should kill this whole six pack. Right, Let's yeah. just go fucking hard. All right. Um. So I totally forgot what I was gonna say. You were saying <laughs> something about you were about to shit on people who say they're nerds. Oh yeah. So first off, being a nerd is not offensive anymore. No, if it's anything, not. It's like so. It's not. It's so normal that it doesn't mean anything. People be like, "I'm a nerd." Oh why? Oh, I went and saw the Avengers. Like, well, <laughs> like what? Do you remember when uh, 21 Jump Street came out with like Jonah Hill? Hell yeah, dude. And like, they obviously they're old, so they went back to high school, and like everyone's a nerd, a quote unquote nerd, and like what? Shannon Tatum, who was super famous or uh, like popular in his old high school because he was a jock, isn't cool anymore. Right. He's now the nerd because yeah, because he doesn't care about the environment or yeah. So that's that's very accurate to these days. So I will say though, I will say several books I read. This is what's actually funny um given that i cared a lot about audio engineering and stuff i decided i'm gonna read a bunch of audio engineering textbooks the ones that i didn't wow. read when i was paying the state of tennessee wow to get a degree in audio engineering wouldn't read the textbooks mm-hmm. during quarantine i read four audio engineering textbooks you, you would really think those would be like recorded I don't, those should be those. You shouldn't have to read a well, audio engineering. So part of the reason why a lot of them are textbooks is um, the you need to read like the graph when you're analyzing like acoustic sound. You need sure. to see the graphs and shit. Yeah. But anyways, um, that's it's funny that that's that's how I spent my my quarantine. And I climbed yeah. a little, but yeah. then I work. The other the other thing that's kind of killed my climbing is. Um, We'd climb in the evenings, mm, but yeah. now um, I can't bring my child to work like I used to. So now I work. You don't have the- like a little baby mask for your kid? No. No? Uh, unfortunately. Well, no. She's, so she's straight up like crawling and everything now, oh, which is cool, but I can't just like leave. You know, I can't. Like- yeah, she'll get in the shit. Right. And so. Have you put um, a leash on her yet? No, I'm not. A, I'm not at the leash stage yet. 
They got to be walking. Yeah, of course. Um, So I work in the evenings now, which means like I just don't go another day to go climb yet. Mm. Um, But we're working. I mean, it's funny because you mentioned before we were started recording, like the Ben Sersulo episode we did, we're talking about family and job and how do you do all that with climbing. I'm now like, I wish we'd recorded that now because I'd be so much more engaged because I'm like, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? Well, I guess it's different too. Like when you have like a baby that takes way too much attention. Like right. I have, I can't help but think that to some extent it will get easier. Oh but yeah. Then they'll just be a different type of hard, right? Like they'll want you to drive them to fucking like baseball practice or stupid shit. Like no, that. she's going to be a climber. So she don't I feel like that doesn't work. No, it never does. You, if anything, you're going to like, yeah, I have to for somehow make it. Well, first off, you'd have to become a, a rock climber. Right. That that's hard enough on its own. Yeah. So you definitely can't. I'll have to be her cool like uncle or something. Deal. Well, I mean, no, you you don't have to be cool I'm uncle. Godfather. You're godfather. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. So what have you done these three months? Four oh. months now almost? <laughs> I think I've put on like 10 pounds. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> Dude, I weighed myself today. I actually weighed myself. Um, yeah, I guess anybody who doesn't know me personally, um, I have very poor lifestyle choices or I make very poor lifestyle choices. You don't have impulse control, and your impulse inv- involves sugary food. Dude, I fucking love baked goods. I love cupcakes. I love cookies. I'm, man, I'm a fat kid. I'm so fucking fat. As we are um, on beer number two. Yeah. And we oh. don't drink, you know, nothing. Yeah. We're drinking. I've been told that um, from listeners that I sh- we shouldn't share beers that are not from our sponsors. So I'm just not even going to mention this beer. All right, Every, if, but as it's far as everyone's, it is a. Uh, maybe I'll just read the description of it. I'm just gonna read the description, and maybe if somebody can find out, that'd be fun. Um, so the description is: Dear Enjoyer, two brewers walk into a Thai restaurant in Wyoming. They drink and write a recipe. The beer that came from that day started an empire. Well, not really, but the beer was exactly what they wanted. So they made a hell of a lot more of it. Look at you, Melvin, all grown up. So, but, um, yeah, so I guess over the last three months, I've just gotten fatter. Same. I'm, you know what? Something that I found out, like I was super motivated in the fall and I had a great fall season. Um, but if I'm not hanging out with my friends rock climbing, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, for and, sure. And to be honest, like, I'd, I've never really trained, quote-unquote trained. Like, I just don't train. Like, right. I've never really done a hangboard, tr- like, sure. thingy. Um, I've never done anything. I don't even know what else he would do. Um, but for the most part, I've just climbed and climbed outside, and luckily we live close to the River Gorge, so I can get out a lot. Like, I got out a ton in the fall and did a bunch of stuff. Um, but... We did get to go to Rumbling Bald, though. That was yeah, that was we sweet. did. That was sick. And um, that uh, was po- was that post? That was Memorial. Yeah, that was May. So. Yeah. So we got yeah we got some free time then. But that but. was huge because I think that's after that Jess was like, we're gonna fucking go rock climb. She didn't say that because she doesn't say yeah potty words. But yeah. um, so but now, sadly, yeah, the weather was a little rough. <laughs> when we went. I mean, it wasn't like it was a, Memorial Day. We so. didn't have a I wouldn't call it like a good climbing like we didn't. Yeah. crush or whatever but mm-hmm. it was the first outdoor trip i'd taken well that was her first time ever bouldering, she'd never right? bouldered outside and that's pretty sick. so she's all about it so that's why like now she's like okay 
grandma, you know, my mom wants to see my the grandbaby like once a mm-hmm. month. So like, what if we just go to Tennessee, we can go hit up chat, we can go to Obed, like, and just be like, oh, you can see your grandkid. Okay, bye. We're going to go rock climb. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, deal. That's what you want to do. Know what I just thought of? Because like I lost all motivation as soon as COVID happened. And I watched online like people like, I'm not going to, no excuses, no excuses. Hashtag. I'm, I'm going to do my workout plan and I'm going to crush this spring. Whatever, fill in the blank, which is good for those people. They're probably not 10 pounds heavier like I am. But I wonder if those people are like, fuck, I still didn't even get the rock climb. Because like we didn't get outside until like, no. and at least if you live, if you live where we live, like in the southeast-ish region, as soon as June hits, you're screwed. Like, there's it's no way. Hot. There's no way you're gonna climb the hardest rock. It was climb. 92 degrees or some shit today. Yeah, and like 70 percent humidity. You're it's, not coming, and it's only going to get worse. Yep. So, unless until like, about Labor Day, and then it yeah, unless cools off. unless you have like a a big trip planned, which we don't even know if you can take. I don't even know if you can take a big trip right now. But unless you have a big trip planned for the mountains, or you live somewhere where you can go up an altitude. What the fuck are you training for? Well, and even the gyms, you know, the the hard part is the gyms are requiring face masks and all this, you know, no loose chalk. Dude, I haven't been to the gym. Right, I, well, I literally, I'm like, <laughs> I sound so bad. I sound like one of those people who's like, uh, like, have you seen all these like Karens getting in trouble because they like yep, try to go to a that restaurant? Person. I'm but Let I'm me just, know when they don't require masks. Right, right, I'm right. just not going, dude. Well, What's I, that? you know, and I agree, but like, cause you know, obviously I work there, so I don't even like working at the gym in a mask. So like yeah. climbing in a mask, I mean, it sounds, I just is, like I said before, I realized, and I've known this kind of to some extent, like I don't like rock climbing. I just like hanging out with my friends rock climbing. Well, what did so, we say? What did we say? Uh, it turned into like an excuse to drink beer. Like, oh, with that's your what friends. this podcast is. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but you're right. It's 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 funny to me that. So he- here's my things that I noticed over Corona. Right, um, people started building the shit out of like oh, their home, home woodies and yeah. stuff. Right, so. Um, and then you'd rock quite like we did our like Woody of the day thing, and yeah. people were like, "Here's mine. Here's mine. Here's mine." You know, and it's like, okay, that's cool. Um, but I'm like, I live a mile from the gym. Like, I don't want to build an outdoor Woody. Yeah. Because when would I use that? When the weather is either good enough to go climb anyway. Well, if you, you were know, a real rock climber. If know. I were a real rock, but I'm not. Because a real rock climber would, in your situation, would be like, yeah, I have a kid. My kid takes a nap. And when my kid's taking a nap, I go out, right. I go out to the garage sure. and I climb the Woody. But you're not a real rock I'm climber. I'm not a real rock climber. So, so you build a home studio instead. I build a home studio. <laughs> And Which I hung, we use to record this podcast. Amen. I, thank God you're not a real rock. Right. Things would be much um, harder. But the woodies came out. Um, the, um, like the home training regimens that are like, okay, uh, what do we we call it? Uh, preventative training. Like you're not gonna get stronger, but you're not gonna lose what you have. Or oh, not I think preventative. It's, it's yeah, maintenance training. Maintenance it's training, not yeah. preventative. Maintenance training. Like so, you're maintaining. I'm not even maintaining. I'm like. I'm maintaining a beer. You know what? Guy. I might have put on more than ten pounds. Now I think about it. Don't if think I, about it, man. If I do my it's math, not, it, I don't think, think I'm about over it. You're just gonna get sad. You know what? I'm not though. I really am not because I checked I out think... two new brewery. There's a new brewery down the street. <laughs> is it really? What? Yeah, is... uh, Third oh. Eye. Is that the one? Where's that one? At? It's right across the street from the Sharonville Convention Center. Oh, I had no, I had no idea about this one. 
there's also a new one in Montgomery. Um, one MPH, Montgomery Public House. It's pretty good. How many breweries do we have in the greater Like society? 60. It's, it's fucking, I can't keep up anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I so the Woodies I noticed a lot of I noticed a lot of people like hyping up their maintenance training kind of stuff, um, and this is I mean, this is another thing that I I just kind of got over social media. I yeah. hate it. Now. It's the worst. It's fucking worse. Uh, but um, I don't know if you've I mean we we like joke about all the time like the sprayers and all the other stuff. Yeah. But like. I guess because I'm already kind of over everyone sharing their whatever said political belief that nobody asked for anyways. Mm -hmm. But now people are like, I'm back climbing again. And it's like, dude, I don't care that you're like, I don't know. I stop posting. Yeah. Just shut up. Just go climb. Mm -hmm. Stop doing long inspirational posts about hard your training and shout out to Chris Hampton. I love his program. I love what he's doing. But a lot of the people on his program, like, dude, shut up. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck. It's so fascinating. It's fascinating how much energy people have. Like, I mean, that takes energy. That really sure. does. Like, I, you know, you know, and I really like some of the people that put, do that type of stuff. I think those are good people. Yeah. None of them are bad people. No. I'm not trying to say that. But I do find it shocking. And I don't know what that says about me. That there are people out there that feel the need to use their platform, right? It's a, Everyone's got a platform, even if your platform's an inch off the ground. Sure, it's a thing. You know, some people are up in the Empire State Building, that's their platform, but for the most part, the people we know, they got yeah, about an inch, yeah. and they use that inch to write novels. Dude, they, they might actually read books. I don't write books. Here's the <laughs> thing. Read books. Here's, here's my thing, and maybe I'm, again, more sensitive to it now because I haven't been able to go out and climb with my friends, right? Sure. But... You didn't before, but keep going. Right. Um, so here's my thing. is like, so let, we go bouldering. And it's like, yeah. hey, Michael, here, I need you to get a picture of me so that I can put yeah. this on Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. I, I want you to get a picture here. Like, they're all perfectly framed. And like, yeah. and it's like, when I go out to climb and drink and hang out with my friends, the thing on my mind the least is like, hey, did you, did you get a picture? Like, did can you can you do mm-hmm. not that I don't like take pictures like Jess was climbing like oh let's get you know fine it's sure, like fun yeah. to remember that yeah, kind of shit totally. but um, and it is fun to remember because for the most part like we don't do it very often like you and I don't get to go on trips right very very often so it's cool to like mem- and you know what's really great that I I really enjoyed even though the like it was okay but when we stayed in the cabin and there was that little tiny boulder field that yeah was just that was like, fun. You know, just like, like right down four the boulders, right? But yeah. like, okay, so like that's super, and rumbling bald was great and all the things. Um, but like, it's not like I am I need you to take a picture of this hard move or whatever. It's like pictures happen because we're here and we're chilling. Yeah. Um, although like, it's funny, the best thing about rumbling bald is like we all just like pass out on crash pads. Dude, I fell asleep. That was a fucking that's great. That's the first time I've ever fallen asleep. So we... The timeout. We we went to um, for Memorial Day weekend. Tyler's, you know, with his his family connections, was able to secure us a cabin that we could stay at um, near Rumley Bald, kind of like kind of far away from it actually. Um, but regardless, we went to Rumley Bald, and it had just rained. It was terribly oh soaked. So we we were like, well, fuck, we're already here. So we decided just to hike out to the boulders and 
lay our pads down and go to sleep and wait for the borders to dry. And it fucking worked. It like, was amazing. It was super nice. I Peaceful. Passed, no yeah. one's there. We're oh, just yeah. chilling. You know, and, and we so, woke up and the boulders were dry. Yeah. And so sweet. for me, like, that's what climbing's about. Like, we're out hanging out. Whatever happens, happens. The last thing on my mind is making sure you got pictures. And I think, like, that's kind of... I think the only pictures I had from that trip are when we climbed the little boulders. The ones yeah. that were by the cabin. Well, you know, here, here's my thing. It's... As a non-climber. There you go. You know? Well, I appreciate you just being honest. I can me. give some outside perspective. I think that's your purpose for this podcast. Right. Is to do that. Um, I'm a plastic. I'm not a rock climber. I'm a plastic climber. You, you should say I'm a plastic puller. I'm a plastic. Ooh, a plastic. PP. I'm a PP. <laughs> uh, never mind. Never mind. Don't say, don't say that. that. Um, but, you know, given that the big thing about Corona is we're all on our phones more because there's nothing else to fucking do. Sure, yeah. So I'm scrolling Instagram, I'm scrolling Facebook, I'm scrolling whatever. And I rinse, repeat. Right. And I'm just like, shut For up. A guy who said he read eight books. You're on, you're on fucking social media a lot. <laughs> That's what having a, I, I sit, I have for three months, I have fucking sat on a couch and entertained a child and read books when I could. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, I just, I, I wonder if you, we've remember we've talked about a pure imagination. Like people climb like the first two bolts. Oh yeah. Cause it's permanent drawn. And, and it's, like it's five, an 11 ten. until like you hit. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to pure imagination. I'm a 513 climber. And it's like, no, you haven't. Like there's literally a line of people yeah. to photo op on the first two bolts. And, you know, I, I've just seen that more now. And, sure, yeah. you know, now I'm seeing all the, it feels good to get back on real rock and blah, blah, blah. And like, but then like three paragraphs of like well-written, you know, literature yeah. And it's like, get... Well, so out of curiosity, are you reading those words? No. I want to know who is. I literally see that shit. And you... Especially, just... here's another thing, too, is like, um, you know how, like, uh, Snapchat was, like, the first to have, like, a story? Like, yep. you had a story, and then Instagram stole it. And now Facebook does it. And, or now Facebook does it. I don't even know. But regardless, people who make their story, like, 15 fucking things, I'm just, I just skip you. Just like, yeah, fuck. I don't even like read it. I used to try and like keep up with story, and now I'm like, no. And then half the stories are new post, go check it out. Like, oh my God, shoot me. But, or a repost. They're just like reposting a photo of them climbing something terrible 10 years ago. But is that, is that where, is that where we are as climbers now? Like, is that what the climbing, I don't want to say the industry. I don't, that's, that's such a loaded statement nowadays. But, you know, obviously, so I, I don't think that's the industry. I've I've tried to pay attention. I think that's just people in general. Sure. They're going to fucking whatever they're going to do. But, you know, I've I've always said, like, I tried really hard to keep up with, like, what a lot of gyms are doing. And, yeah. you know, we got a new fucking climbing gym open up in Cincinnati because apparently four isn't enough. How many do you guys have? So, Climb Time S2, right? Oh, wow. Blue Ash, Oakley. We've got Rock Quest, Mosaic. And four. now Climb Cincy. Oh, shit. In Northside, they are... Uh, Hoosier Heights, Climb Nulu, yeah. like the same thing. Same owner. Same owner, yep. Um, and so I don't know what, I mean, <laughs> it's funny. So they're like, we're now hiring. And I'm like, who else is left to work in climbing gyms that wants to, <laughs> right? Like, Well, in my experience, the people who work at like, rock climbing gyms are just not real rock climbers. 
that you want, you know. I mean, I'm I'm standing right across from one. Right? It's fucking hot. Well, you don't. I don't want to <laughs> hire real rock climbers because any good weather, like, could you cover my? Could you take my? I, I gotta take. It's like, they're t- real rock climbers make terrible climbing gym employees. They're leaving whenever the. Of the course conditions they are, are good, and yeah. I don't blame them. But yeah. it's like, okay, we need a staff. But, but yeah, it's, you know, with all these gyms opening up and it's becoming more and more popular, and you know, you go down to the red and it's like. It's slamming, dude. It's, I can't believe how busy it is. I'm about to just buy a trad rack and just be a trad dad. Well, because that's you know I don't, I don't know if you understand like trad climbing's hard. Of course it is. You're you're not very good at normal climbing. Yeah, but at least I can climb a five five or some shit. And there's not a ton of five five. You're right, but you're, I'm saying you're much better off being like a like an average sport climber. Well, at I'm saying because the there's like a million five tens and five eleven. Right, but I just I'm tired of being you know around people. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there luckily there's enough of those five ten five You're ten right. through five twelves at the red that you you could literally escape people. Are you gonna be able to get on the five five star piece? No, I don't. Where on trad? On trad, there's not a lot of those five star climbs, so I can guarantee you, you're still going out and running into people. Ah, good call. But yeah. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I, I I mean, I get. So here's an interesting thing: uh, new member signups are increasing. Really? So, and we're seeing mean? this across a lot of climbing gyms, like in the nation. People who have never been members now are becoming members really? at climbing gyms because they got so caught up. You know, they're tired of being stuck in their houses. Really, I thought it would have been the complete opposite. Here's what my theory was. My theory, which and I was kind of looking forward to this theory. Everybody who just recently became a rock climber was going to stop becoming a rock climber because there was this like burp in existence uh. of <laughs> coronavirus. So they were like, well, you know, they lost their interest because sure. it's been three, three months now. They've moved on to something else. But you're telling me that now you're getting even more members. Or so, are you I mean, saying you're just increasing from... We're, we, we are getting new members. Are you getting new members because you're forcing people to be members to go to the gym? <laughs> so... I will say you guys, you guys are doing that, right? Like you Yeah, have so, to be well, we're open... We're, climb Time opened this past week to general public. We're opening... We opened today wow. uh, to general public. Um, but I'm not talking specifically us. I'm saying multiple gyms so i've tried to pay attention to what some of the other gyms that opened before us what are they doing like what are the good ideas what are the not good ideas um and a, and a common thread is they're getting new like n- never new vit customer members sure. now i don't know if that's also like us they said we're only open to members first so if you want to do something you got to buy a membership or if it's you know i've just been so fed up with being stuck in a house that I always thought about climbing, and now I'm just going to do it. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I've, I don't know. I've watched every YouTube video right. on it now. I want to try it. Um. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. I mean, I've and we don't. We're not renting gear out. Mm. So there's been multiple people that have come in. I want to do this. Well, it's because they're making more money on unemployment now. Fair enough. <laughs> but they're like seriously, sign up for a membership, buy some shoes, buy a harness, you know, get some, ch- you know, and then they're doing. It. And like yeah. you, literally today. To, cl- to see if you like this, today you dropped, like, with membership fees and everything else, like, 200 bucks. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, cool, whatever. So They won't stick around. You know, 
I mean, I'm like, ouchie, my shoes hurt. Ouchie, my hands hurt. But, you know, anyways. That's my impression of a Gumby. Gumby. Ouchie. That doesn't feel great. They just say ouchie all the time. Ouch. Ouchie. Ouchie. This rock's sharp. Ow. Uh, But yeah, so we'll see what that translates to. you know, to the red or, you know, surrounding areas. So since you're Mr. Know-it-all when it comes to the industry and how the industry is doing. Sure. I, like I said before, am not going to the rock climbing gym if I have to wear a mask. Right. We're all touching the same fucking holds. Mm-hmm. Let's stop having this weird fallacy that we're not exposing ourselves to one another. When are we getting rid of the mask? I understand if you are feeling sick or ill. Sure. Don't go rock climbing or for some reason if you think you might have something, wear a fucking mask. You should be wearing the mask for the most part. I just don't think it's conducive to what little exercise that is rock climbing. I put on some weight, Tyler. I I need to be able to. You need to go. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing, man. I don't. There's not a right answer. I can tell you that I don't believe it's. Well, so for us, it's it's uh, governor mandated. I don't believe so. <laughs> I called Dewine. I oh, called you, you have Dewine. You know, hey, what up? His name's Mike. Yeah, my name is Michael. Oh, I forgot. There's like a there's like a bat a, phone, a bat a mic yeah. phone. Yeah. What up, Mike? Yeah. Why are we doing math? Be honest, us Michaels, we're a little bit higher class than the Mike. Dude, okay. So real talk, you know, don't sell yourself short, boys. So, I mean, some of that's like mandated what we ha- can and can't do, but you don't want to know, speaking of mics, uh, you want to know like another reason where <laughs> this is real, like why we're being so strict on a lot of things. It's fucking Mike Wheatley works there. And we're like, dude, so he's the one to blame dude. 72. If anyone gets Mike Wheatley sick, we will murder you. Like, yeah, that's kind of like a general thread. Like mm-hmm. don't get Mike sick. So, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would give Mike all the blood in my body. Yeah, like, just take he, it, man. Yeah, fuck it, I don't need blood. So we're like, whatever we got to do to keep Mike's, because he's, dude has worked more, he's been, like, re-putting T-nuts back in the, he's been fucking working. Yeah. And it's like, well, we got to keep Mike safe, so, you know. Put a mask on. Put a, put a fucking mask Hopefully on. Hopefully you're not making him wear a mask. You animal. Well, when you're back behind the wall, you're wearing a mask anyways, all that fucking dust. Yeah. So, but yeah. So well, you know what? I feel like we're recording this like towards the end of June. It feels like the coronavirus is gone, <laughs> considering our current state of affairs. It seems like a lot of people have forgotten about the coronavirus. You know what's interesting to me is that I have like we've kind of me and Jess because when we when Jess first went back to work, like come into the basement, take off her work clothes, put them in the dryer the washer machine already like wow. so we don't contain because we've got i mean we got a, ch- a young kid whatever yeah. and just his mom has respiratory problems so you know we're trying to mm-hmm. care about that but then like as soon as it was just like we just kind of i mean obviously we wear the masks where they're required sure yeah but um yeah we've kind of just like stopped but then i still have people like email message rock quests like Hey, like I want, I'm going to reenact my membership, but I'm still terrified about of like, so like, it's still a, like some people are still really worried about, yeah. you know, you, my thing is with all the other shit going on, like we just kind of like, 
well, fuck Corona when all this other shit's going on. Like we got a lot of other things to worry about. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the, I mean, 2020 has been like month after month of an, an, <laughs> another fucking thing. Oh my God. I, 2020 has been terrible. I feel like it could, I kind of feel like it can only get worse. Right. Like, I mean, at this point, just keep going. But, yeah. um, but we, we do have people that are still, you know, genuinely worried about whatever's going to happen. And I, I don't, I, I stopped the numbers, depending on how you read them, like whatever it's, I don't know. I wash my hands. Well, I think at the end of the day, I think what we were coming to terms with as a country is it's not realistic to live this way. It's really not. We can't all fucking hide in our basements and let the, you know, and live that way. Live in fear of something that we can't see or something we can't completely understand or whatever. Um, or, or something we can't believe, right? I don't know. Some people, you know, don't believe that all the deaths, quote unquote, are the, or because of the virus or so on and so forth. But, um, and, and we're seeing in our country too. I mean, fuck, if enough people are unemployed and there's enough people that are like, you know, not working, not filling their day with stuff, then there could be some negative consequences for someone because of that. So, you know, it's in, so I talked to, I order all of my recording gear from Sweetwater, which is a big music distributor or whatever. Yeah. One of the ongoing jokes in the music world about Sweetwater is your rep. So you get assigned a regional rep based on the area code of your phone. So mm-hmm. when you call, they just put you to this person's in charge of whatever. So I'm a Knoxville area code. My guy, his name is Dennis. Shout out to Dennis. All of the gear we're using came from that dude. Um, Does he have an accent? Does he sound like... No, he's just like a... Like, he lives in Indiana. Like, oh, he, then how'd he get Knoxville? Well, S- Sweetwater is in Indiana, so... Oh, oh Right, well, but um, they'll just randomly call you to be like, yo, what's up, you know, oh, just really? to talk. Courtesy call. So yeah. over cur- during about a month and a half in, I get a call, and we just start shooting the shit because I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. And like all recording equipment, $300 or less, just completely out of stock. He said, like, the shitty, like, record on your phone equipment that they sell, yeah, gone. Like, interfaces, microphone, everything, just gone. Yeah. And he said, because I asked him, like, well, no one has a job, so are you guys hurting? Because no one's paying. He's like, dude, we can't, we don't have anything left in stock yeah. of what we normally sell. Well, and that so- and, like, people aren't making it then, right? People's got to make it. Well, they're not making, sure, but he's, like, we're that's not, we're the not importing $300 and less is what they stock the most of, because that's sure. what beginner stuff that they sell. And he said, like, everyone's just buying up whatever they can, because what else are you going to do during, you know, quarantine? Mm-hmm. Record. And so that got me thinking, like, you know, obviously we saw the people building, you know, woodies and shit in their backyard, but I was like, how are climbers, or the people like me that climb but aren't climbers, adapting to not being in climbing gyms Mm -hmm. and you know aside from you know building woodies but um hangboards so there's a guy who makes hangboards locally here uh his name's nate williams he owns will hangboards handmade wooden hangboards um and he said like brand new just started making them Mm -hmm. and he's selling a lot now because they can't meet the demand 
Right. And, and he's like, and people were just staying in their houses. And a lot of people like, I don't want to go climb with a mask on. So, but I got to do something and it's fucking hot. So it's not like I'm going to like get hard climbing done outside. So, you know, hangboards and, you know, it'd be interesting to see if like Chris Hampton has sold more like training plans, training plans and stuff because people want to climb and they, you know, I always, I've joked around with some of the people that have come back in, like, I've seen people that are like V7, V8 climbers that are like, they're warm up, you know, they'd warm up on a V4 and now they're having to try on a V4. Oh, geez. Yeah. Climbing with a mask on, not climbing for three months, like. That's me probably. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you get in and it's like this 5.9 that like I'd run laps on. Now I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, 50. I bet the gym would absolutely kick my ass right now. Right. It'd be terrifying. It just, I mean, it has to. Yeah. And so I'm wanting. I don't want to go in for that reason. Right. Like, I'm going to wait until I lose the weight. I'll blame it on the masks. I'll blame it on the other shit. I just don't want to get my ass kicked. So, fuck. uh, Climbing gym. If anything, the gym should have, like, inflated the grade. People come in, like, I'm so fucking strong. Yeah, dude. This fucking 5'10. Yeah, I feel great. Yeah. Uh, That's actually 5'8. But, um, but it is, I'm interested to see the long term impact of outdoor climbing because, I mean, that was the, the crappiest part about the whole thing, right? Like, Really, I mean, we were all like kids in a candy store at first, right? We were like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, we can all work from home. We can all, cool, I'm just going to go to the crag and fill in the blank. And then it was like, nope, can't do that. That's uh, that's in bad taste. We're closing everything down. Well, you know, in three months is long enough. It's, what I don't, what what's the line like? You lose endurance before you lose strength and yeah, then you lose probably. whatever it is. and Depends then like, on how fat you get. Right. But three months is long enough so that, like, not only did you lose your endurance, because if you don't climb for two weeks, you got to, like, rework up some endurance. Maybe. I don't know. Well, That's the, a Chris question. Sure. Guess, but, know. like. That'd be interesting to find out. Three months is long enough to where, like, muscle mass starts to yeah. starts to break down, if you're not using it. Sure, yeah. And so I'd have to have muscle first to know what that. Well, like. and like you know, like I know, <laughs> everybody else, half of what gets you climbing, and like making the trips and taking time is like a schedule, and like you've sure, been yeah. doing it. Yeah. So like it's a lot harder to like let's go out and climb when you haven't done it for three months than it is like mm-hmm. oh I know at least every other week and I'm going to go down to the Reddit. You know, two yeah. days a week I'm going to go to the gym, whatever it is. And no one's doing that now. And so now you're going, okay, we've literally eaten moon pies and beer or whatever. I don't know. What are you, Oreos? You like Oreos. I fucking love Oreos. So, you know, Oreos and IPAs. Hell yeah, dude. And an IPA. I always bring a beer with me. So, but now you're drinking the same, but not climbing. Hence the 10... Plus 10 pounds. pounds. Yeah. And then you feel, you're. are you the heaviest? You're not the heaviest. I'm not the been. heaviest <sighs> I've ever been, luckily. That's I the still worst. got a long fucking way. So it's funny as like, uh, to normal people, I'm still skinny. But <laughs> to like I had a climbers. coworker, shout out to Janae. She's like, Tyler, we started working again. And she's like, Tyler, yeah. did you lose weight? And I'm like, bless your heart. No, but thank you. <laughs> I needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> But, Someone put you up to this. Yeah, who paid you? Did just pay you? Could, I'm having a bad time at home. Um, but no, I, I so it, it'll be interesting to see if there's long like a lack. The well, like you so, said, the people that had kind of just started climbing, yeah, and then now they've just found other things to do. I hope so. Right, the, rock just, climbing is getting too fucking big, man. It really is. It's kind of 
man, part of me wishes, part of me wishes I was a little bit more like conscious when I first started rock climbing. So I could really interpret the data of like the visual analysis of the impact on it, like on the land. And then sure. obviously just the amount of people being there. Um, because, but now fucking fuck, it feels like it's so busy. Like last fall, getting on the proj, like you had to do your proj quick because yeah, you there's a line. I mean, like I remember I was fucking sieging this one rock climb and this guy. And again, it's like I totally get it. First come, first serve, whatever, right? I'm not going to like jump ahead of anybody, but this fucking guy was like, he's like, uh, are you trying this climb? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. Uh, well, I just brushed every. I just brushed all the holds. I go, okay. I'm like, are you getting back on it? He's like, yeah, I'm getting back on it. Okay. How long? He goes, well, I'm gonna take like a 40 minute rest. I go, so I can get it back on it then. He goes, yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> are you gonna brush all the holds? I'm like, you brushed every hold on this rock climb. He goes, yeah, like from bolt fucking, I don't know, like. Three to seven. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> every hold. I yeah, brushed like, every hold. But still, even like from that like big of a bolt spread, that's like ridiculous. Right. And I remember the guy was like, well, if, if you're going to do it, brush all the holds. I'm like, oh, I go, dude, I'm gonna, and I, again, I guess I'm just kind of like a dick, but I was like, I'm not brushing all the fucking holds. I go, you're not getting on it. I'm going to get on it then. I go, however, I will brush what I believe are you know, right. the crux, if quote unquote, chalk crux, up or whatever. Crux, yeah. If you crux holds, so needless to say, I, I get to the top, I fall. So I don't send. And this route's pretty fucking steep. So sure. it's a bitch to brush these holds. And I'm like pulling myself in and I pretty much get to the point where I'm like, Hey, the friction was 100% there. The right. holds didn't need brushed, but I understand. I'm sure there's like a little bit of a micro. Sure. Like, whatever. Yeah. Adjustment. So I brushed what I believe are the crux hold, and the guy was like ashamed, or not ashamed, but like upset. He was like, "That's all you're gonna brush?" I'm like, yeah, dude. And I was like, "Yeah, that really is right. all I'm gonna brush." You don't need it. Yeah. So it was just like interactions like that, where it's like, dude, this would not happen if rock climbing wasn't. Well, I mean, we've told story after story of shitty people down at you know the red or whatever, but it's like, so you've got from that perspective, if it's it's interesting that like, so from your perspective, you've just got like these just assholes right like they're just like well you know what now i think about it i mean i'm sure he's not an asshole because he wanted me to brush the holds and he had brushed the holds but like there's an extent right, right? well it's like it's, you should brush holds you should i mean because we told the story like where you spent a lot of time brushing up oh uh, yeah we did tell the story you know yeah. and then fucking gumby's come in they don't they don't even climb the route they just mm -hmm. chalk up the crux which ha it's a red river yeah. crux right like bolt one and two like that's yeah. where the hard climbing is and then they just fucking leave you know that sucks yeah and i'm over here going i don't like this the increased popularity of climbing because i mean just what is it this year alone like nationally like there have been like five high profile deaths like people oh, wow. have died yeah. because of not failure i mean we know people that have died because of not failure mm -hmm. you know and it's like 
I was, you know, I climbed lead in a gym for a year before I started going outside because the people that I would have gone outside with wouldn't take me until they felt confident sure. that I knew what I was doing. Yeah, you weren't a real rock climber. Right. And even when I started going outside, like, it took a while before, like, I would, you know, they didn't need to come with me to, like, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a mentorship program. And the mentoring of rock climbing, it's spread too quickly for mentoring to really happen yeah yeah i totally get what you're saying and i have people now like i do my it's i always it's gotten so big that there's no way we can educate everyone you can't you just can't yeah it's not and possible. you know a lot of people they don't see the value of either paying you know like eric cloaker will just you can he'll guide you and he'll mm-hmm. eric he knows fucking more about rock climbing than anyone else and yeah. you know he'll keep you alive or you got like me i run lead classes and shit whatever and people are like, no, I'll just fucking figure it out. I'll buy the gear and figure it out. Yeah, and it's YouTube. like, you yeah, watch a video, listen to a great climbing podcast. <laughs> but you know, well, I, the thing too is, I just wonder. You know what would be really fascinating to find out is, you know, how many people have rock climbed for five to ten years versus how many people have rock climbed for one to four years. Or 10 to 20 years, like... I mean, I have people that have been climbing for two months that now, like, I want to take a lead class. Like, two months. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. Like, I remember when I first started rock climbing, like, lead lead climbing or sport climbing was such a like, VIP club. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be a fucking lead cl-. Like, I remember walking into the gym the first time and just being like, like, man... Like, I remember you'd take the blade class or whatever, and they teach you how to top rope blade. And then, like, the whole time, I remember just, like, looking over at people, lead climbing, and watch them taking whippers and just be like, no, that's fucking that's rock, rock climbing. But there's, like, a whole other generation that's like, no, that's for fucking pussies. Like, real rock climbing is plugging a piece every 20 feet. Well, you know, I, I'm i the same. That's just funny. When I got into lead climbing, the gym that I grew up climbing at had, like, two lead routes. Right? Like, that was it bouldering wasn't even quite a thing yet so there was like the training wall bouldering still doesn't seem like rock climbing like i and i boulder almost exclusively i would say 99 percent of the time i boulder in the gym because i think it is if you're going to get better at rock climbing you should just be plain old yeah bouldering climbing hard moves but it i just find it so fascinating that there are like professional rock climbers that that's all they do right well, you go down, you know, I know a lot of Tennessee climbers that don't even own a harness and they've been climbing 15 years. They yeah. don't just, they just don't own, and I'm like, well, well there's a lot of boulders down That's there. true. But, you know, I, I just remember like the leaders, like you were in when you were a lead climber, like you yeah. were a climber. Oh yeah. And now, like I said, like people come in, they bought their first harness, their first pair of shoes. They took a belay class. They climbed for a month and then went like, when can I take a lead class? I'm like, oh, yeah. quick. How long have you been climbing? A month and a half. Yeah, you can't take a lead class yet. Like, Yeah, I remember I had to like climb at a certain grade. I had to be able to flash every 10 in the gym or something. Like right, that. And, and that was a, you know. I've I had 2020, it was the right choice, but man, it sucked. Sure. It took me like a, I, I probably didn't lead climb. Dude, I probably didn't lead climb. Probably had climbed, like been top roping for fucking over a year. 
two years for me. Yeah, it was over a year for me. Now, granted, I got climbing. I got started climbing in a very controlled, like a team sport yeah, sure. environment, so they could kind of dictate that. Yeah. But yeah, two years, and that's. But again, by the time I ended up outside, mm-hmm. I already had an appreciation for what it is we were doing. Sure. Yeah. And now you get. I mean, how many times you've been in the red? And it's like, guys, you know, Gumby Nation over here. Like they're just. <laughs> Be nation. Be, and not that again, I don't want to shit on people getting into climbing and like you should, you should, yeah. but like I get frustrated when there's fucking line of 12 people that are like, I'm here to warm up on this route. So then I can go do this and just like, you're running top rope after top mm-hmm. rope after top rope. And you know, for me, like the few times that I bring large groups, like I have to sometimes take the competitive team out they do their little summer trips and I'll take them out. But if someone, I'm like, all right, cool. They're going to cut in line. Yeah. Because we're the Gumbies now. Like, yeah, here we are. So if someone gets in and wants to climb the route, we'll let them climb it. We're going to be here all day. But then you, you get up and someone's like, oh, can you brush all the holes? And well, it's like, like, you know, part of it is just the ethics to some extent. Like, A, it's not feasible to make somebody brush all the fucking holes in the rock climb. And if you need someone to brush every hole in the rock climb, you are not going to send the rock climb. Right. Um, and, and it's just like human courtesy, right? Like, I, for example, one of our really good friends who's no longer with us, one of his things was, cause I, I kind of would talk shit about new people and like how, like, overpopulated climbing areas are. And he, and he would s- simply say, like, Michael, everyone at the crag is your friend. You just haven't introduced yourself yet. None of these people are strangers. You will have something in common. Sure. Go say hi. Make a friend. And sure. like nine times out of ten, if you go there with that mentality, you're gonna leave with a friend. And yeah, uh, you're right. I so, mean, we're sometimes we're the asshole too. Dude, I I'm the asshole. I'm always the asshole. Sure. Like I know for a fact I'm the one mostly. And but isn't that you know? And that's what I'm seeing now. I need to read more books. You need to read more. But you're right. I think it's hard. It's becoming increasingly more difficult to separate like you know the the seasoned climber and like you want to go there and not be the dick because i mean you were the gumby once right oh, like, totally. you were I'm still a gumby sure compared to like most people like you know what i'm saying we're like everyone's warming up on your project right we're so all like you know you gumby go nation there, represent and you, i also fucking hate the whole like i mean we joke we shit all the time like Oh yeah, we're the locals. We're like the lo- I'm like, dude, yeah. you fucking live in Chicago. You're not a fucking local. Like yeah. locals, Slade, Kentucky locals aren't rock climbing. Yeah. Like you know whatever. But you got that, and then you get this like, and we want to go, and then we get shitty when people are gumbying yeah. up the route. And or it's like, there's a whole other camp getting shitty with us. Sure, we? whatever. But it is interesting, and again, it'll be funny to see what COVID, like all this stuff. So that's a good question. Do you think, you know, everyone in the world, right? Everyone's like, oh, I want everything to be, go back to normal. There's a side of the, the aisle that's saying normal is no longer a thing. This is our new normal. Do you think that's the case for rock climbing? Like post-corona being the normal for rock climbing? Yeah, because, I mean, like we've gone rock climbing outside. The gym's back open. Sure you think it will ever go back to our quote-unquote normal? So, 
from my perspective, that's a lot more loaded just because what, what, what I'm looking at is from a, like a gym standard mm-hmm. rock quest is unique in like our ownership. Like, like we don't sure. have bills to pay. Sure. Of course. So we're like climb time literally just opened this brand new facility. Yeah. They have loans. To pay. Lo- all the stuff like that's a lot scarier. Like what happened was a lot harder on, you know, Pat, you know, that, that whole yeah. crew than what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Climb Cincy, then, you know, North side, new gym was literally like millions deep. They're not even open yet. Wow. You know, and they've already, they've had to like renovate and clean up and, you know, whatever you do when you open up a new gym, you know, Mosaic, not too old, like they're clearly still have loans and stuff they have to pay. Like, so I know a lot. And the thing is, this isn't unique to Cincinnati. This is like over America. Gyms are popping up everywhere. And now three months without income to pay bills. And so but there's a lot of government incentives. There's subsidies helping. and all the other stuff, sure, but when you reopen, are you going to have the amount of people paying, you know, like what's we don't Do you know if you guys have like I mean, how many check-ins are you guys getting a day now, you know? Compared like I know you guys were getting like 300 people were checking. We're probably depending on the day 100 or so, 150. That's terribly slow. Right. That's and we're doing okay comparative to a lot of gyms. I'm sure, yeah. And so, because the indoor industry at this point in the game mm-hmm. kind of drives the out, like people get into climbing now at a gym first, sure, before course. they go outside. Yeah. And so, because of that, um, you know, now obviously outside doesn't necessarily have bills to pay. Of course. Um, but uh, you know what? What what will be interesting to see is that. I mean, we don't know yet, but will gyms be closing down just because of the long term impact? They can't afford to keep staying open, sure. and will that negatively affect the climbing quote unquote community of that area? And so we, I mean, we just don't know yet. And the other thing that I'm seeing is. Pre-corona, I mean, climbing just became more... I mean, it was going to be in the Olympics. You had these movies come out. You had all these things. You've got, like, celebrity climbers now. Like, climbing yeah. was becoming very mainstream popular. Mm-hmm. And now it's not, right? Exactly. And the... I mean, obviously, part of that is the, you know, the socio-political environment now is a little more um, social justice charged, if you will, than, like... We're concerned with deeper issues than what do we do with our free time? Yeah, time. Yeah. So, and that's fair. Like, and that's hurting musicians, climate, like a lot of things. A lot of industries are now like, what do we yeah. do? We can't just post like. In, yeah, like know, everyone's being held accountable for right. their current actions and the actions they've with, had you know, in the past. And that's, man, I'm seeing several gyms come, you know, not just climbing gyms, but businesses in general are now coming under fire because of ownership issues, right? Because of whatever else. So yeah. like, I think that'll be it. Th- I'm not actually upset about that. I mean, I don't know if you saw Chris Hampton, in fact, did a big post about controversy around a couple of the gyms and their ownership being whatever. Really? I didn't see that. But, no. cl- you know, it, there's, there are, there are issues with owners of gyms as businesses 
being generally not mm. great. But I mean, he, he specifically shouted out Climb Time and Rock Quest as being like real great communities and really, That's cool. really inclusive environments and like all this stuff, which was really great. Um, so I think from that perspective, there's some communal aspects that'll kind of self police and really kind of help. But yeah, we, I mean, we just don't know black. I don't know this, but I was told like one of the, up, you know, uppers of black diamond came out as being some kind of shitty. So now gyms don't want to support black diamond or whatever. I don't know. I can't sure. even, it's a fucking full-time job keeping up with There's a lot, who man. sucks and who doesn't. But yeah because the environment that's a good way of putting it who sucks and who doesn't yeah right like, but Jesus. that's that's i think that matters we all suck now. to some extent well yeah some it, of us just suck a little harder than others when we when i was starting the church the joke was if you want a perfect church make sure it's just you because once you bring <laughs> in a second person now there's someone else to suck right yeah but i think that's fine whatever it is i don't have i mean i don't want to use i i try to get into climbing because i want to get away from the shit sure. or whatever yeah um which whatever you know i've been told that's in speaking from privilege or whatever it is of but course, yeah. of course it is whatever but um i i do think long term it'll be interesting to see if gyms are struggling does that affect people getting into outdoor climbing yeah yeah i guess you're right that's the really you took a long time to say that and I think that was, that's a really valid question. And we don't know yet. Because I guess, so that's the part that I find that's fascinating, right? Like, do I think we should necessarily get into like the the politics and the social issues of the country and so on and so forth right now? Probably not. We're an hour into this podcast. Let's probably Plus, not do that. we're too, we're too white to, well, yeah. like we're we, too, we're too drunk and we're too white to have those conversations yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but more, but I mean- more importantly, people fail to realize that we all get more opportunities when we are doing better as a country. Sure. Right? Climbing would not be nearly as popular as it is today if there wasn't more opportunity for people to go rock climbing, hence more uh, support for... Nat natural resources, more yeah. support for uh, rock climbing gyms, more supports for the arts and the film. Like, yeah. you think it was free to film free solo? You think Jimmy Chin paid for that all by himself? You right. think no? You do you think that the the fucking Black Diamond and North Face and all them could afford to pay? You know, Alex Honnold and whoever else is an athlete to be an advocate for the sport right. if they weren't doing well. Right. No, it's like our economy plays a huge role in that. And I know maybe sometimes our our first thought process is to say, like, fuck the system and kind of we'll fucking build a better one type of thing. But sometimes you have to think about why do we have what we have right. today? Did that come over the darkness of night and we just woke up the next morning with it? Or was this something that was built, you know, built over top of us by the people who came here before us? So, well, you know, no, that's, and a it's good, like, that's a good question, right? Mark, you know, the Margot got the, you know, first female 15 ascent or whatever. And like, that was a huge deal. And it brought sure. a lot of positive fame to climbing. Like it was a great thing. 
No one was against. That was headline news. Yeah, it was sure. huge. But, you know, Sportiva, Petzl, like these big companies were behind the filming of this and the like media blasting that occurred. Yeah. Um, you know, Ashima is doing uh, a, a shoe with Evolve right now. I don't okay. know if you've seen this. No, I haven't seen it. She's designed a shoe with Evolve that's like raising money for like minority climbers and the like. It's really great, awesome, mm-hmm. cool. Um, and you know, obviously, she's a young crusher. Like she's gonna be the next. She's like the next big face of sure. the next generation of like pro climbers. Um, but I mean, yeah. What what? And obviously, I know some of you know the brand reps and all this other stuff. But like. Shoe demos are at an all-time low, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- sales, I'm getting a fucking, um, I'm getting a fucking, like, email every day about deals being done with, we need to make more money, we need, whatever. Sure, yeah. And, like, what brands are going to be struggling? Yeah, we I mean, we might not have, right? Like, it's hard to say with the climbing gyms, but things could be totally different in the next... I don't know, six months to a year where we find out that some of our favorite brands or from our favorite companies aren't possible or aren't able to be a productive company anymore. Right. And I mean, like big brands are obviously going to struggle because like we're not doing rentals or whatever. And so when we're buying new rental shoes or, you know, it or I mean, we don't know what the trickle down effect is going to be. The thing that we fail to realize, yeah, like you say, the big brands, but like if we look at rock climbing as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Like Misty Mountain, do you think they have enough money in the bank to float? For well, Misty Mountain a, a year Does, focuses more on governmental contracts, anyways. Now, of course, but, but know, you're but, right. But, but what's they the like, government spending their money on right and now? And they they do like by the order manufacturing. They still hand make everything. Sure, so like, of course. you know, losing three huge contracts could mm-hmm. shut them down, you know, because yeah. that's what I'm just doing. saying like this, the really micro, like rock climbing is a micro industry. Well, and resole companies, right? Like no yeah. one's going outside climbing. Mm-hmm. Their shoes aren't needing resoles. Yeah. So they're not calling up Yosemite bomb rock and mm-hmm. resole or shout out to Vanderwall sponsor. Right. <laughs> but how many, you know, or, or crash pads, crash right? pads, Dude, organic. I mean, I know organic uh, crash pads because they do. They still do small batch production. Mm-hmm. And when they had to, they had to lay off. I mean, because you know, unemployment hit. They had to lay off employees. And when I was like, "Hey, we need a couple more crash pads," and he's like, "It's gonna be a couple months." Wow. We just don't have. We can't make them right now. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, I. So know, I guess the question is, do you think rock climbing is gonna look the same? Or, you know, is this our new normal? You know, so here's what I would be interested in is, sure, I think that's going to affect and, you know, personally, I mean, I still remember several current shoe companies I was climbing before a lot of them even existed. And now they, you know, whatever. And then how many new companies start off for for whatever Mm -hmm. reason? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think... I don't think we're going to go back to normal. I don't think normal exists anymore, right? I, wow. I think it's going to be its own thing. And, you know, like just when you stack that onto like the development of like, you know, Red River Gorge, all the like tourist development they're trying to do right now, which climbers are for or against, depending on where you side on that. Mm-hmm. But I, so I don't know that there's a new normal, but I do think, um, 
I what I do wonder is the social momentum climbing was getting. I don't know that that's granted. I don't know if the Olympics are going to happen. We don't know. Whatever sure. they could or they couldn't. We don't know yet. Um, honestly, we're probably getting pretty close to when they should be happening, anyways. I yeah, don't, I think they should have already not. started, but so yeah. they might not be happening. Which that was going to be a huge thing for climbing because climbing yeah. was in the Olympics now. Um, so will there be a demand? Will it be the industry that it was becoming? Right, right. outdoor retailer, climbing wall association summit, like all these huge conferences for climbing gyms. And people not going to happen again. Right. And gyms that were going to open are not because the people that were going to be developing the land or whatever it is, are not going to mm-hmm. do it. Um, so what uh, we might have like reached the threshold and it's now going to go back to maybe what it was before with like you've got real climbers and then hobbyists and there's going to yeah. be a huge separation of the two yeah and maybe i mean i wouldn't hate the red not being quite so overcrowded right i wouldn't sure. hate having to fight for parking spaces at stone ford or rumbling bald or whatever else that is mm-hmm. um but but who knows i mean i i just don't it's too soon to see what the economic impact because these are industries and mm-hmm. for better or for worse many of these i mean new river right like a lot of income to fayetteville Comes from probably rock climbing, kayaking, yeah, all outdoor sports. Right, Slade, Kentucky. Yeah, climbers, right? Yeah, like you know, Boulder is going to be hikers, fun, but, yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, the smoke. You know, how many of these little towns that didn't exist before there was an industry that supported the town? Mm-hmm. You know, they were just podunk towns from wherever, and now like climbers go. I mean, Miguel's is this huge fixture because climbers go and mm-hmm. want pizza, so. They'll be fine, but how many of those other little tiny restaurants that weren't heritage restaurants that might not do fine anymore? And then does that mess with the culture? You know, I don't know. It'll be, but it'll certainly be interesting, but it's also shitty climbing season now. So I'm not trying to fucking go and spend all my time down there. Well, I guess the real fear, right, is like eventually we're all afraid that we're going to get like a second wave of it, right? Sure. It's all going to close down again, so. I'm going to try and have as much fun as I can. You know, I'm just going to keep drinking beer and putting on weight. Yeah. But you know what we we can continue to do? It doesn't really cost us any money. Keep putting out podcasts? Yeah, we keep putting out podcasts. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to not spend another two, what, how, three months, four months, three months? Yeah, so. March 14th. Yeah. But even that months. was like, it would have been, it was like a month and a half, two months yeah. from the last one. Yeah. So, well, keep listening to us, everybody. Yeah, we're gonna, and tell us what you up. want us to shit talk about. Yeah. So good to see. I think you. I think we got a lot to talk about. Actually, I mean, you know, there is a lot going on in the world. Sure. Um, we can talk about more of that stuff later, but I think, yeah, at least we got back in front of a microphone. Sweet. So we'll see ya, and you you close us out. Oh. Well, yeah, thank you everybody for listening and um thank you for continuing continue your listening with us and uh we'll be around. So be safe and uh check your knot. Peace.